Rugby round eight predictions brought to you by Driving Mall. Hi, I'm Paul, the guy behind Driving Mall, your best place for rugby predictions and opinion. And it's this is done in association with the Seawolf pod. So if you're listening to this on the pod, hey, don't worry, Raymond is right here. How are you doing, sir? Hello, Paul. Hello, everybody. Good to be here. I am Raymond from Seawolf Pod, and I will say no more. <laughs> say no more? Oh dear, this is going to go, because I'm going to give the audio again, so um, for those of you who want to, can listen to the audio rather than video, check out Seawolf Pod, because it will be um, published up there. So, let's uh, quick recap over the table first, because hey, it's, if I've got a Seawolf guy on here, and Seawolf the top of the table, so why not gloat while you can, hey? Um, yeah. So Seawolf's top of the table, played six games, four with 25 points, and then one point behind them, the Glen, uh, Glendale Raptors are, have played five games, so one less on 24 points. And those two really are the runaway teams this season, aren't they? The top two. Yeah. Um, third place right now is Austin Elite, but, you know, they're, I don't want to say far behind, but there's a pretty big gap between the points that they have and then the top two teams. Yeah, so they're seven points back after a one-point gap between the top two. Two points behind them are Utah Warriors. And they make up the top four. The top four, remember, are the four that go into the finals playoffs, so the semifinals, uh, and obviously the final after that. Um, I was going to say, if I can, real quick, that even though Seattle's at the top, we're not undefeated. We've never beat the Glendale Raptors. They may be number two, but they're undefeated, and we still haven't beat them. That's very true. Glendale Raptors have, did come into the season uh, as uh, as favorites and have shown why. Um, so that's your, that's your top four. Nola Gold sit in fifth, three points behind Utah Warriors, having played the same number of games. And then down in sixth is San Diego Legion, but they have a game in hand. So also in 11 points, they're four points behind Utah Warriors uh, with a game in hand. So if they win that game with a try bonus point, they would leap above them into fourth. And then in last place, uh, we have uh, the Houston Sabercats, um, having played six games on nine points. And they're the only team that's current, that's really out of the finals reckoning. The other six teams are still fighting it out. It's unfortunate, too, they're out because they showed an ability to scrum with the best against Seattle last weekend. Yeah, I mean, here's a team that may have only won one game, but they've got five bonus points, which shows that a lot of their, that they're either scoring points, uh, sorry, scoring, scoring four or more tries, or they're staying within seven points of their opposition. So it shows you that, that, that um, whilst the, uh, they've lost five games, their points difference is only minus 19 which shows you that actually those games have been close. Um, yeah. Whereas if you look at um, Nola Gold, uh, who uh, are three points ahead of them on 12 points, they have a points difference of minus 72. Um, so yeah. it shows you that those games have been, whilst they've won a couple, whilst they've won one more game than, than Houston Sabercats, their games have been a bit more blowouty. Um, and there's been big, yeah. some bigger margins there. I was going to add that I really like the point system that leads to playoffs in Major League Rugby. Um, the last league that we had was just pure points to the end, and the top two teams played at the end, and nobody knew that the winner of that last match actually didn't win the whole thing. It was kind of confusing, so I think MLR is a lot more clear. Absolutely, and uh, on a slight segue, um, the uh, the pro, pro Rugby, which, uh, which is the, the league that... Um, and I've just realized that, Raymond, I've got the wrong uh, caption for you. Everyone thinks you're called Herman at the moment, but now, there we go. <laughs> now we've got the correct one with your, with, with your, with your Twitter, Twitter tag. Um, Thank you. So the, um, 
not only that, but uh, you know, if we all thought it was dead, but it looks like it is uh, going to come back and uh, haunt us a little bit as he yeah. has sued the USA Rugby today. Uh, let's hope that uh, nothing comes of that, really. Uh, but um, but yeah, as I say, that has happened um, as as well. So much more interesting and much more fun stuff is the games that are going to happen this weekend. Yes. So. Um, I was going to say the game that kicks us off, but it doesn't because there are two games kicking off at the same time. Um, this I know. Is a, uh, it's probably a first. Yeah. Um, so first up, or well, equal first up is uh, Glendale Raptors hosting um, Houston Sabercats. First versus seventh. Um, yeah. Is there much to say about this game? Well, um, you know, I've got Raptors by one try on this. I think there is something to say. And, I don't think it can be viewed purely in terms of their standings. Um, and, you know, w- my thoughts on this is that, like, the Raptors are going to continue their season-long undefeated streak, but not with the same strength that they've had, considering to the Eagles they lost many players. You can't lose six starters and avoid the consequences. And the Sabercats showed an ability to pressure Seattle for 40 minutes, and I think with Raptors losing as many as they will, it's going to be uh, closer than we expect. Uh, well, okay, I've, I've uh, decided to go with form, and uh, and I've, I've yeah. backed Glendale by fifteen. Uh, I'd say they they came into this as the most settled, the most uh, the, the most um, side, and uh, they've, they've shown that by winning all their games so far. Houston Sabercats uh, have uh, they had the biggest preseason. Um, but don't seem to have come in as um, with, 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 with the same combinations kind of working some, for some reason. Uh, and yeah, they've uh, uh, been disappointing. Considering actually, as the Houston Huns, they were the people that kicked this whole thing off. They were the guys who right. really came out first and said, "Hey, we're going to have this pro- this um, professional league and blah blah blah." Um, now it wasn't called Major League Rugby at that point, but it, it, it's right. really, it kind of evolved into this. So it's a shame to see the guys who instigated all this. Uh, at least publicly, um, end up coming last uh, on, on the table. But, um, but yeah, no, I can't see anything other than Glendale win. I think um, off the pitch, Houston can be proud of some of the fan engagement they've been having. Um, they've had good attendance and uh, good engagement on social media. So I think long-term, that's good for growth. Um, they have some really good players. I think their fly half, Sam Windsor, is uh, – top notch and their winger joshua vithy is pretty good but um real quick paul before we jump on any other game i just want to say which players are going to the eagles from um from glendale and you know that will kind of go into my prediction of raptors winning by seven so um glendale is losing inside center bryce campbell scrum half sean davies hooker dylan fawcett Locke, Ben Landry, fly half, Will McGee, and flanker, John Quill. Um, obviously, those are pretty strong forwards that I just named, but the fact that they're losing their 9, 10, 12, I mean, that's kind of the heart of an offense for a team. So um, that's why I have a closer scoreline, but I don't have any doubts that the Raptors will beat the Cats. Cool. Uh, and, yes, you probably have uh, a... Um a better insight and knowledge than, than, than I'm going on this one, but hey, that's my uh, that's been my my um, uh, yeah. I, I've, I've got I, the way I do predictions and have always done so is is looking is is trying to look at the is is, is much more of a bigger picture view. Um, right. So you so you're going closer than me, but we've both gone with with Glendale. Next up, yeah. Houston um, Elite host um, Seattle Seawolves. This is your team. 
Oh, yeah. One of the big things we've been talking about with, uh, with Tony and Grant um, and uh, Rob has been this, the travel from um, the West Coast teams down into uh, uh, Texas or um, uh, Louisiana for, with all the heat and humidity down there. How are the, uh, the Seattle Seawolves going to cope having traveled from lovely fresh air up in Seattle down to the muggy heat of the Deep South? Um, yeah, conditions are definitely important, um, especially when we're talking about, you know, tough conditions where Seattle's not going to have the home field advantage, which is pretty important, um, as we've seen in Major League Rugby. Um, you know, Seattle is, I believe, is it 3-0 and on the road right now um, or 2-0? and I'm just blanking on if it was 2 or 3, but um, they're undefeated on the road. And, 2-0. You know, that... Yeah, two and zero. So that's against Nola and against the Cats. Um, I think that you know Khalifi uh, is not going to be in our front row because he's with the Eagles right now, and our front row is probably, in my opinion, the most susceptible to the heat with all the scrummaging that goes on. Um, you know, I have more to say about this, but what are your thoughts on the conditions? So. Uh, and the, the other point here is that Austin Elite have won all their home games 3-0 currently and um, and Seattle uh, did beat Houston Sabercats last time out uh, in Houston um, 27 or 7 to 20 so they have proven they can go down to Texas and win um, yeah. this is uh, down the road uh, from there I don't know if they flew all the way back to Seattle and flew through and back again or they've had a, a, a week long tour um, yeah. and uh, been out partying all week but um, either way um, I think they're going to be able to cope with this. So they've, they've shown they can uh, last week. They've also gone down and, and, and won in um, in New Orleans. So both their away yeah. games have been in in this deep south. Um, I think right. they, they, they've shown they can. But I do think that being in Austin, uh, that's going to narrow the margin down. Yeah, um, yeah. I've got Sea Wolves actually uh, same same margin as the last game we just talked about. I've got the Sea Wolves by seven. Um, I think the elite are getting better for sure, but, um, you know, Seattle's already clenched a playoff spot, um, just with the point system and how it works. Um, we're going to miss Khalifi as well as, um, flanker Talu Tao from Hawaii, I believe who got called up late. Um, and then Barkwell, our hooker and our player coach, Phil Mack are not going to be with us cause they're with Canada this weekend. Um, I'm guessing that Shalom Suniula will start at nine because he has experience as a halfback internationally, or maybe even um, Tiberio, the winger, who was seen filling in at halfback in our last match, maybe in preparation for that. But, um, you know, the elite are improving, and I want to give kudos to them with that closer scoreline because I think it would be bigger if I hadn't seen so much improvement from them. And they're strong at home, but they don't have Hanko Hammerscheiss. He's with the Eagles, big flanker, big boy. Um, probably Austin's biggest force to be reckoned with, but I think their fly half is a great decision maker. I think that's Timothy Guillamine. Um, yeah, but you know, we've just, we've, we've had more losses with the calls up in Seattle. So it's, I think this is going to be an interesting match. Same here. So as we said, Austin have a perfect record of home three from three. Um, they've beaten New Orleans, uh, no, Nola gold, um, San Diego Legion and Utah Warriors. So they've beaten um, the fourth, fifth, and sixth, i.e. The, the, the three places beneath them um, in, in the table. They've yet to beat either of the sides above them, i.e. Raptors or Seawolves. But this is the first time they actually had one of those at home. Uh, I'm going the Seawolves by three. 
because I think the Seals have shown they can do it. But as you say, um, not only is their head coach out of the country and not allowed back, not allowed back in with visa issues, now they've gone and lost their, their acting head coach uh, as well as players. Um, whereas uh, uh, Austin don't have that issue around the coaching, at least they, right. they have also lost players and they do have a perfect home record. Normally, I would have gone for Austin, uh, but I do think the top two in this league are um, are, are a step ahead of the, above the rest, uh, and hence why I'm going to get back the um, back Seattle by three. Yeah, I think Austin is pretty uh, uninterrupted by any changes this last week that a lot of other teams have seen. So um, it's going to be interesting, you know. It is, and then we come down to a. Um, a key matchup because if those two, if those first two go the way that we have um, suggested with the top teams winning um, and the, the the chasing pack in uh, in, in Utah, uh, uh, with Utah who aren't playing um, but um, in Austin uh, losing then this is a great chance for either Nola Gold or San Diego Legion um, to catch up uh, San Diego are travelling um, to New Orleans uh, in, in this one and um to give you an idea, so New Orleans uh, have a uh, uh, f- won one game at home and won one game away, but both those wins have been over Houston SaberCats. They've yet to beat anybody, uh, anybody else, um, and I think that's. Uh, and I think I mentioned before that they have a, uh, a minus seventy-two points difference um, for <laughs> Nola. It's not looking good Sick. for them, is it? No, um, but you know, you look again. So this is this is Legion visiting in New Orleans, and I think the home field advantage in that kind of climate. Um, you know, San Diego gets warm, but it's not very humid, um, and the humidity in New Orleans is pretty intense. And you know, my my team that I pay close attention to really had trouble down um, in New Orleans. You know, that was like a two point game um, that they won. Um, you know that said i think legion's really been struggling this season um and they i'll go through it in a bit but they also lost a lot of players to this eagles call up and you know already having a tough time um you know putting wins on the board in san diego losing all those players is going to be pretty disruptive for them i think I, so San Diego, uh, I found this one really hard to call. They had two wins, at, both the, both the home wins have been at home. They've won. They've got they're another team with a perfect home record. Um, yeah. They've lost all of their away games. Um, yeah. They're also a team in San Diego is where the uh, USA Sevens um, setup is, uh, and right. they do have a close they do have a close um, relationship, relationship with them, yeah. and they do borrow players from there. Now the USA Sevens are playing in Paris this weekend, so are those players available to them? Or, or any of those players are to, or all those players away in Paris for the HSB7's uh, World Tour stop, um, I'm not sure. So, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of things that are going on there around, as you say, losing players to the Eagles, um, maybe not having the support of the Sevens program that they normally get, uh, and having, uh, yeah, having not won away yet. So, yeah. I think that sevens tournament this weekend, that's not even something that was on my radar, but it definitely should be when considering what's going to happen in this match. Um, I think my prediction reflects what could still be the result of that big of a loss. Um, I've got the gold by 21. Ouch. (laughs) Wow. I've got San Diego by three. Um, Really? Yeah, we're totally on different ballpark here. Oh, we should definitely dive into this. (laughs) 
Um, well, let's talk about their losses that we know of for the call-ups on the 15 side. So um, they're losing their center, Oddsley, their scrum half, Augsburger, their fly half, Sema, their number eight, Dolan, their lock, Mahoney, and their wing, Mattias. That's like, that's half the roster. I mean, um, okay, now maybe, maybe I'm, uh, uh, maybe you've got me now thinking, oh dear, I'm in real trouble. Um, and I, <laughs> I've gone the wrong way here. Um, as I say, um, I've not been doing it on, uh, looking at the player side of things. I've been doing it on, uh, kind of the, the form. On, right. on form and the big picture. Uh, and, New Orleans have only beaten the last team in the league. They've not beaten anybody else um, above right. that. Uh, that minus 72, there have been some big losses. Um, yeah. And, sure. um, and so that's, that, that, that's basically where, how, I'm, how I'm judging this one on. Um, and they've, that, uh, uh, so they lost to Glendale Raptors by 37. They lost to the Seawolves by 29. Um, they lost the Austin Elite by 13, and admittedly the home game against Seawolves was, was, was only a two-point loss. Um, right. But, uh, but yeah, last time out against the Raptors, th- a 37-point loss. That's, um, that's, that's a, a big scoreline. That's a big scoreline, 10-47. Um, so, yeah, I, I just uh, think they're probably going to be struggling with morale, um, and teams do get into a losing or winning habit, and I think they've probably got a bit of a losing habit here. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, um, you're keeping the big picture and form in mind, which depending on how things go this weekend might be the way I look at things moving forward. But, um, if my predictions, uh, aren't crazy with the results, um, it'll be interesting to look at how things work out for Nola having, you know, a losing habit when they didn't lose any players to call ups. Um, they don't have any sort of disruption to their team cohesiveness and chemistry, but I mean, they're all out there training. So you lose guys and there's people that have been ready to fill in. Um, but I do, I do have this as a big scoreline over San Diego. So we will have to see what happens there. We do. You do. And that, that's, that was, yeah, that, that's a very big, uh, big scoreline you've gone by. Um, the <laughs> might have to be the headline on this. <laughs> <laughs> um, and maybe you're right. Maybe, but uh, I guess, yeah. Some of the decision making, some of the errors that we saw out of Nola last weekend, um, w- were very disappointing. Um, I remember some of the, some of the kicking um, was, was 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 particularly poor. Uh, you can't be afford, you can't be kicking out in the full, uh, and things like that when when you're not kicking from your own twenty-two. So, um, yeah, decision making was a um, was a problem for them. Um, Admit, I can remember. Uh, I haven't seen uh, San Diego. I think had a bye last weekend. Um, so bye week's not good for teams. It hasn't been good for teams in MLR. So there was, I was going to say there'll be more wrestlers going into this. Going into this. <laughs> well, they will be. But on the other hand, it just hasn't really worked out for any team so far. Um, the the thing with the gold is I'm pretty sure they have JP Eloff back, um, who is their not only stalwart at I believe inside center, but he's also a really good kicker. Um, so he will definitely, if, if Nola finds themselves on their heels in this match, having to catch up, he'll be able to keep the scoreline closer than the big differential that they've had, um, historically well, so far. Yeah. JP, JP Eloff was back last, um, last weekend at 10. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And, uh, there were times where it looked like he was, uh, he was just going, geez, guys, this is all going messing up. I'm just going to try and do everything myself. Um, and <laughs> which is not how rugby works. So. Not how rugby works. Um, yeah. 
uh, and uh, and so yeah, there were times where you saw uh, various Nola players going right. My other my all, all my teammates are kind of dropping the ball. I'm just going to I'm going to do this myself now. Um, and that's, <laughs> and yeah, that doesn't work. Um, and they, yeah. they, they've got to get out of that mindset and uh, and improve. Um, and there were quite yeah. a few few errors uh, during that. Um, uh, it, it wasn't wasn't the best of games between uh, Nola and. Um, uh, rap, uh, Raptors last weekend to be fair I think um, yeah it, it wasn't I, I think Howden and Elof are a really good 10-12 pairing um, I just think that uh, Howden needs to step it up on his defense as a center if Elof's at 10 um, it's something that you know a guy like Howden who I think might be sort of more towards the twilight end of his career um, just needs to try and hold on to some ability there because you need centers to step up on defense from the back line, right? I mean, I'm I'm a halfback slash back three guy, and I know all about not making tackles. But <laughs> at center, it's a little different. <laughs> now, yeah, he uh, and yeah, he does look like kind of the the elder statesman in that side, um, yeah. trying to be the general leading around the pitch. And sometimes it works, um, sometimes it doesn't. And uh, uh, yeah, it didn't it didn't um, uh, last weekend, unfortunately. Cool. Right. So those are our predictions um, for this uh, uh, for this weekend's games. Um, I will be doing live post match reaction to one of the first two. I haven't decided which one yet. Um, uh, you can be down uh, down the brewery again doing your doing your light doing your show. I will be. Yeah, I'm sure uh, Tony and I will link up at Postdoc Brewing um, for anybody that wants to check that out. Just what we do. It's at SeawolfPod.com covering the Seattle Seawolves. And yeah, get down to um, post op Brewing. If you are in Seattle, uh, they get a very good turnout uh, watching those games, uh, and the beer looks good too. I wish I could have a taste of it. But there we go. Um, I've been Paul, the guy behind Driving Mall. Always have a good old rugby chats. Please uh, put your comments down below. Let me know your thoughts as to how you think these games are going to go. Don't forget to hit the old like button. Uh, and please do subscribe for more content. I'll be trying to get Raymond on every week uh, for the rest of the season. Um, and then Thanks for having uh, me, Paul. Thank you for joining me. And... Uh, Catch you all later.